strike. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Welcome to Larry Miller Field on a beautiful day here in Provo. Start of a three-game series, the Cougars versus the Toreros of San Diego. Toreros have really been the nemesis of the Cougars throughout the years as they've... uh, they have uh, hold a 19-5 edge over BYU. The first Cougar victory was back in 1980, and then the last uh, four have come in the last two years. Joined by Tuckett Slade, this is Brent Norton. And big West Coast Conference Series, we keep saying that, must win, must win. And it seems like, uh, Tuckett, we're kind of in that same situation here tonight. Yeah, we really are. It really is a must win. You're at the point of the season where you have 12 league games left. You're still on the hunt, only a couple games out of first but got to catch up some wins and, and stay in that loss column and no more than eight losses, so really need to win this one tonight. San Diego was picked number two in the conference, a preseason poll by the coaches. The Cougars were picked number one, and right now San Diego uh, in eighth place, seven wins, 11 losses. The Cougars currently uh, tied for fifth, uh, seven wins and eight losses. So, again, the Toreros, they've almost got to win out, and the Cougars have got to win at least every series of yep. the next 12 games. they, they got to have nine wins. They really do. That's what it's looking like, at least nine wins, depending on what goes on. But we do play a few of the teams ahead of us, which makes it nice. But uh, we just got to start winning games. Home this weekend and on the road for the next two weeks down in Northern California against St. Mary's and San Francisco before returning home to take on Pacific in the last uh, three games of the conference season. And Jordan Wood on the hill tonight for the Cougars. Uh, Jordan, uh, the uh, you know the number one guy all year for the Cougars. He's he's pitched better than his record. Has struggled, scuffled a little bit the last two or three outings with his uh, command. And so the Cougars, uh, I'm sure, uh, looking to get him on track tonight. Yeah, I really need him to come out and set the tone of the series right away. San Diego's kind of going uh, the opposite of throwing a closer to start the game. Yeah. Uh, the guy hasn't started a ton, so uh, they're going to their best guy that's been in their pen. And we're going to our guy that's been our horse all year. Really need George just to come out, pound the zone, keep the ball down, let your defense work, and uh, have a good start for us. Well, I had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood just a few moments ago and get his thoughts uh, right before this big three-game series with the Toreros. Here with Coach uh, Mike Littlewood uh, before the start of this big West Coast Conference Series. Coach, uh, San Diego in town. Boy, you've really struggled against the, the Cougars. Have struggled against San Diego up until the last couple of years, and, and you've really kind of won five of the last six. So, always a big series. Rich Hill bringing a good team into Provo. Yeah, I mean, talent-wise, San Diego's usually um, year in and year out. They're one of the most talented teams, and so you, you kind of look at records, and I just look at at the guys that are on the field and, and try to throw away the records because their record's not great um, with a San Diego team for a San Diego team, but. Um, I think we're both of our teams are in similar situations where we're underachieving a little bit, trying to find our way. We know we have 12 league games left to go, and um, I think they might even have nine. They they might still have a bye. Uh, so this it makes it it makes this series so much more important. Uh, back to West Coast Conference, we've mentioned it's been about 10 days since you played a game. Uh, again, 12 games left, six at home, six away, all very important games uh, with the with the scramble in the conference this year. 
Well, it's interesting. You know, you, you, you get to the middle of the season, and sometimes you call games must-win games. And, and uh, you know, we talked about the sweep of Santa Clara, how that was a must-sweep series. And um, every, every game right now is a must-win. It, it just really is. I mean, it's down to that point in the season where we have to win baseball games. And if we don't, we're going to end our season earlier than we wanted, which is going to be disappointing. And uh, we just had a talk with the team earlier and said, just fight to the end. That's all, that's all I'm asking of you is just go fight. Like, this is your last game you're going to ever play because – if we're having this conversation next week, then it's going to be your last <laughs> game you, you'll ever play. So uh, we just need to give it everything we got tonight and, and show a little fight, show a little grit, and, and um, you'll play with a lot of energy tonight. Jordan Wood uh, on the hill for you tonight. Uh, tough luck, uh, two wins, four losses on the year's pitch, much better than that. Uh, looking for a good outing out of Jordan tonight. Well, the one thing we're going to get out of Jordan is we're, we're going to get a good effort, and that's I think that's what this team needs is just somebody to go out there and willing to lay it all in the field, and, and hopefully a couple position players catch on to that, latch on to it, and they themselves can get them, themselves going. So Jordan's kind of our leader, um, kind of the quiet leader on our team, uh, which is interesting you know, being a pitcher, but we kind of follow, follow his lead a little bit, and um, he's going to be a bulldog out there tonight. Whether he wins, loses, or whatever, he's going to give everything he's got. Coach, uh... Uh, the pulse of the team right now. Uh, you lose to Utah. You go into the locker room after and say, "And say, hey, I haven't quit on you guys, and and let's get, let's get it going." And what's the pulse after a one practice after that Utah game? Well, I thought we had a really good practice yesterday. I mean, it was uh, a couple hours, uh, which is a little bit longer than we usually go during finals, and you know, with everything going on in this time of the season. But I felt like we needed the work um, with what we did yesterday, and and the energy was good. The guys are bringing good energy um, to practice and to games, and. I, again, we're just looking for that little that confidence booster. You know, it's maybe we need to make a 28-foot putt that, that uh, rolls three different ways to, to just kind of roll in to get us going. It's just one of those things where it's everybody's saying we're there. Um, we've got, uh, you know, we've got everything laying on the table for us right in front of us. We just need to get it done. And uh, Dean and Clausen, both uh, good games on Tuesday. You saw some things out of them that uh, the consistency – uh, and there's been four or five of those guys all year uh, that just, you know, just hasn't been there, the consistency we've seen in the past. Well, I think it's been – they did have a couple good at-bats, and, and uh, you know, they're in the lineup again tonight, and hopefully they'll give us the same kind of effort. What I was happy with, with Dave Clausen is um, if you see his swing, he wants to pull everything, and, and uh, he's much better when he hits the ball from gap to gap. That's what, kind of what we call it, from the 380 to 388 mark, using right center and left center and just staying up the middle. When he tries to start pulling everything – he's an easy out. And so they're throwing a left-hander today, and we're really going to have to sit back and let the ball get to us. Not, a, not an overpowering guy tonight. Um, but uh, it closes, closes a lot of games for him, and so it's just one of those things where it's a different type of pitcher than we're used to seeing. Uh, traditionally, we've been a fastball-hitting team, so we're really going to have to change our approach, make box adjustments, move our feet around in the box a little bit to, to see the change up up, and it's going to be a different kind of challenge for us tonight. Well, Coach, uh, beautiful weather out there tonight. Uh, looking forward to a good crowd, good baseball game. Uh, we'll talk to you in the postgame. All right. Thanks, Brent. All right. Back here at Larry Miller Field as the Cougars are introduced, taking the field. Let's quickly go over the starting lineups. First for the visiting San Diego Toreros, uh, Toro Osuka will be the uh, leadoff hitter. He'll play in right field. He'll be followed by Paul Kunst, second baseman. Shane McGuire at first base, bats third. Jay Schuyler will be in left field, bat fourth. Kevin Collard will be the DH and uh, bat in the fifth slot. Batting sixth is the center fielder, Daniel Gardner. Catcher Adam Kerner bats seventh. Jeff Hottie is uh, the shortstop. He'll bat eighth. And Trevor Omahan will be the third baseman, and, bat, and he'll bat ninth. And pitching 
this evening for the uh, for San Diego is uh, Anthony Donatella. Donatella, two wins, three losses, a 3.31 earned run average. This will be his first start of the year. He's had 20 appearances, thrown 32 innings. So kind of interesting backwards, uh, Coach uh, Rich Hill going with his uh, one of his relievers in starting game one here against Jordan Wood. Yeah, his uh, his number one starter going in the year was Nick Sprangle, who was actually a preseason All-American who just hasn't gotten it done this year. He's struggled with throwing strikes, and when he does throw strikes, he gets hit real well. He's a guy that everyone thought was going to be a big-time prospect this year, and he just hadn't had a great year. And they actually threw him on Tuesday trying to win a midweek, and he didn't get out of the first inning. Against Cal Irvine. Yeah, so. They lost uh, Cal Irvine big uh, by a score of, I think, 10-7. to 7. That's correct. Well, for the Cougars, uh, defensively, uh, David Clawson behind the plate, Brian Sue at first base, Brennan Anderson at second base, Daniel Sneeman will play it short, Nate Favero at third, Kyle Dean gets a start in left, Jarrett Perns in center field, Brock Hale in right, Jordan Wood on the hill, DHing tonight for the Cougars is Keaton Kringlin. Cougars have kind of bounced the lineup a little bit uh, with uh, Kringlin DHing again, Sneeman batting ninth against the left-handed starter, and Kyle Dean getting the start in left. Dean and Clawson both had pretty good at-bats against Utah, and the Cougars, Mike Littlewood and the entire staff, hoping that uh, they can kind of continue that. Yeah, just trying to just really really get the lineup going. Really haven't found that magic lineup yet this year, and we don't have a ton of games left, but hopefully we can get some guys going and get, get a win today. Cougars enter the game 18-17 and 17 on the year. San Diego 18-23. and 23. Cougars have played 15 conference games. They're 7-8 and eight on the year. San Diego has played 18 conference games. They are 7 and 11. And we are ready for baseball as Toro Otsuka will step in. He's a freshman out of Rancho Bernardo, California. 319 average, good speed, 10 stolen bases on the year. Really good speed. It bounced twice. If it bounces twice in the infield, it's close. First pitch from Jordan Wood at uh, 92 outside, ball one. Wood, last time we saw him on the mound was last Tuesday against the University of Arizona. Cougars ended up losing that game uh, by a score of 6-1. Here's Woods' 1-0 pitch, and that is uh, a little bit outside. Rob Hansen, home plate umpire today. Jason Kaminsky at first base. Anthony Prater at second. Jacob Asher is the third base umpire. And just a beautiful day here in Provo, about 75 degrees. and supposed to be the same tomorrow. There's a pitch on the inside corner for a strike. Finally, some fantastic baseball weather here in Provo. It was great here on Tuesday, and again, weekend supposed to be good, and then the Cougars on the road next two weeks uh, down in California with a pair of midweek games down there also. Paul fouled up and out of play. Cougars will take on Cal next Tuesday down in Berkeley and then take on St. Mary's and go back down the next weekend for San Francisco and follow that up with a Tuesday game against uh, uh, Stanford before uh, as a big hopper out to Sneeman. Got a hustle, throw to first, got him. Good Great play by Sneeman. Ball just bounced over the glove of the pitcher, uh, and uh, Sneeman came in, gloved it, made the quick throw for the out. Yeah, really good play there by Sneeman. Had to come hard and get rid of it quick because Torah can really get down the line. That'll bring up Paul Kunst. He's a sophomore out of Novato. California 282 average as he steps in he'll bat from the right side first pitch right back to Wood line shot Wood catches it for out number two 
Well, if Jordan wasn't awake after before that pitch, he was. He is now. Yeah, definitely. That was a look what I found. He didn't have to move his glove one inch. He went right into his glove. Two men out, and Shane McGuire steps in. He's a freshman of Kent Washington, 6'1", 200-pounder. Has 13 RBIs on the year, hitting 291. And the first pitch from Jordan Wood is over for a strike. Hitters weather right here. Wind blowing pretty well out to center field as we start the ball game here in Provo. And when the sun's out, the ball carries much better. It definitely does. Here's the 0-1 from Wood. That pitch is over for a call, strike two. Yeah, during BP, there was really no wind whatsoever. Ball wasn't traveling, but uh, all of a sudden, the last 20 minutes, it's really picked up. McGuire, 127 bats on the year for the freshman. Pitch from Wood is outside. McGuire uh, playing first base for the Toreros. As I mentioned, uh, Cougars really struggled against San Diego up until the last couple of years when they've won both the series here and down there. That was a huge series down there for the Cougars. There's a ground ball out to Schneeman. He picks it up, and he'll throw him out. And San Diego retired in order here in the first. We'll go to the bottom of the first. San Diego nothing. Cougars coming to the plate on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. Back here in Provo as the Cougars and Toreros have just started here at Larry Miller Field. San Diego retired in order in the top half of the first, and the Cougars coming up. Cougars have lost four of their last five, so, boy, a critical time for this offense to get going, back it up with some good pitching and defense and win some baseball games and get back in the uh, conference uh, run here as we go to the last uh, four series. Absolutely. Really just need your your leaders on this offense to just kind of start carrying this team and uh, putting together good at-bats and finding a way to uh, get on base and let the next guy drive him in. Well, Brendan Anderson will be the hitter, and now uh, the home plate umpire, Rob Hansen, going over and having a little chat with the head coach, Rich Hill, and I think he's forcing kind of everybody back into the dugout. I'm not sure. Hill didn't look happy. That's not a good start. Yeah. You get Hill on edge this early. and uh, Could be a long night. Could be a long night. Rich, a uh, phenomenally successful coach at uh, San Diego. First pitch to Anderson, down low, ball one. Won West Coast Conference Championships in 02, 03, 07, 08, and in 2010. He's won 997 games overall as a a collegiate coach. Another curveball, again, down low. You mentioned Donatello loves the curveball, and we've seen first two pitches, curveballs out of the zone. Yeah, watching film on him all day today, and it was just breaking ball after breaking ball. Pitch to Anderson up the middle, off of the glove, over to the shortstop, throw to first. Not in time. Anderson gets it out. I think if it hadn't hit off the pitcher's glove, it would have probably been through. But uh, he got enough of a piece of the glove on it that Hotby had a chance, and Anderson hustling down the bag, infield single. That great job to get down the line and get a hit out of that. Brian Sue. Moves up to the number two slot here today. Brian has cooled off. He's now hitting 310 on the year. Seems like he was hitting over 400 for a good part of the year. Cougars need to get his bat going. There's a wild one. Gets away from the catcher, and Anderson moves up to second base. 
wild pitch off the turf here, and uh, Adam Kerner, the catcher, couldn't handle it. Yeah, went after it real hard. Would have had a close play there if he'd have picked it up cleanly after the block to throw him out, but he couldn't get a grip on it, and Anderson gets the second. Graduation uh, exercises just getting over in the married center. Big crowd. No parking. There should be some now if you're coming to the ballpark. Yeah. Boy, there wasn't any earlier. Inside ball two. Sue, the uh, junior out of San Ramon, California. Four home runs. He's got good pop. 23 RBIs. I think Cougars have only hit a couple home runs in the last 13 games. And Sue, a little hopper over toward the second baseman. He's got it. He'll move the runner to third base as Sue grounds out. Little inside-out swing, one man out. And that will bring uh, Brock Hill to the plate. Yeah, really good team at bat right there by Sue. Not trying to do too much, just driving the ball to second base and advancing that runner over there. So he's at third with less than two with a really good hitter and Hill coming up. Hill, a 336 average, seven home runs. Leads the Cougars with 24 RBIs. And now they're going to bring the infield in here in the bottom of the first. And the first pitch to Brock Hale inside ball one. You normally don't see that, especially with a hitter like uh, Brock Hale up there. Yeah, it's uh, definitely something you don't see very often. But, hey, Rich Hill likes to do unorthodox-type things. We've seen that over the years. Here's the pitch, and that is over the outside corner, one and one. It's a good take right there by Hill. Hale steps back in, a ball and a strike to the Cougar right fielder. And the pitch ripped up the middle, base hit, solid single, an RBI. And Brock Hill now with 25 RBIs on the year, and the Cougars up here by a score of one to nothing. Yeah, fantastic swing there by Hale. Got a changeup it looked like, elevated, and he got all a hold of that one. Yeah, let me just say one thing. Those infielders are happy that that ball yeah. wasn't hit at them because there is no chance. No chance. No that chance. That infield drawn in, that's an infielder's worst nightmare, and that ball was an absolute rocket right up the middle. Especially this time of day with the sun. That shortstop, if that was hit right at him, there's no way he'd have seen that. Kringlin, the DH, now steps in. First pitch to Keaton is fouled down the third baseline. Keaton, a 306 average, uh, has yet to leave the yard this year. Does have 10 RBIs. Kringlin in the battle to hamstring for about the first half of the year. Now appears to be healthy. Yeah, he's starting to run really well. Have him uh, DHing tonight. Ball fouled up and off the screen. 0-2 the count to Kringlin. Got a good job. You got to do a good job here of seeing the breaking pitch up. Anything down, it's going to be a ball. You just have to let it down. 0-2, quick throw to first, and Hale back in safely. Brock uh, well, leads in almost every offensive category, and right now tied for stolen bases lead, too, with uh, five steals and six attempts. He doesn't have blazing speed, but he's a really good base runner and gets great jumps. Here's the 0-2 ground ball out to the third baseman. Off the glove, and that will be an error on the third baseman, Trevor Omanen. Big high hopper. Tried to short hop that ball and just came off his glove and rolled back to the shortstop. So the Cougars getting a couple of breaks here early. Well, yeah, 
in the first inning, you, you find a guy playing third who really only has three at-bats on the year, and uh, you pick on him early, and he was able to make that mistake. Well, now the Cougars, as they haven't done this year consistently, make you know make teams pay when they make mistakes. Yep. Follow it up with a base hit as Favero steps in. Nate, a 261 average. He has 19 RBIs on the year. And the first pitch to Favero. There's a little looper out to the second baseman, and they are going to get uh, Brock Hale doubled off the bag at uh, second base. So the Cougars are retired. One run, two hits, one air, one man left. We are through one complete Cougars, one San Diego nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network. San Diego will come up here, top of the second. Cougars up one to nothing. First pitch to Jay Schuyler is over for a strike. Schuyler, one of the returning offensive guys in this team, very good uh, player, hitting uh, in the cleanup slot, 345 average, five home runs, 27 RBIs. And that pitch is uh, a little bit low for a ball. Yeah, he's a fantastic. He's their best hitter on their team. Kind of runs their offense. A lot of power, good average, just a good player. One ball, one strike. Here's Woods' pitch. A little bit outside for a ball. Jay Schuyler, as we'd mentioned, uh, one of the uh, veterans of this squad, a junior out of Laguna Niguel. 2-1 pitch, that's over for a strike. 92 on the fastball, so we're seeing good velocity by jo- Jordan Wood here. Yeah, this time of year it's nice to have a, an eight-day off rest like he had on the mound. Really can get your arm back in shape. 2-2 pitch, outside ball three. The Toreros started baseball back in 1958. They play in one of the great uh, ballparks in Division I baseball, Fowler Park, built in 2013. There's a ground ball out to Anderson. He's got it, and he'll throw to first for the out. $13.8 million, Fowler Ballpark. And it was built in about nine months. Oh, wow. From the day their last game was until the opening day. And uh, an incredible yard. It you really you were there last yeah, year. It really is beautiful. Nestled right there on campus, uh, and uh, just a, a great facility. That'll bring up a Kevin Collard. He's a junior out of Vista. Again, this kid has played uh, the past couple of years for the Toreros, and there's a ball again hit to Schneeman. That's uh, Daniel's third putout. Throws him out, two men down, and that will bring Daniel Gardner, the center fielder, up. Yeah, his third put out, and they've all been in different spots on the infield as far as where he's been playing, right up the middle, slow roller. He was playing on the other side of the bag towards second base last inning. So the shifts are kind of paid off so far the first two innings. In steps uh, Daniel Gardner, center fielder, and the first pitch is over for a strike. Well, I like Jordan Wood here early. He's really able to pinpoint those uh, pitches in the zone. Yeah, and we, and we haven't seen that the last couple of outings. He yeah. has struggled with that. Here's the 0-1. That pitch is down low. Yeah, you know, he struggled with finding his fastball uh, command the last couple of games, but he's done a really good job of trying to compete and staying in these games. And that's the one thing. Jordan's really become the leader of his pitching staff. The guys are starting to turn to him, asking questions, and it's really good things to see. 1-1 pitch, fly ball, left field. Brock Hale going back a couple of steps. 
He's there. He's camped under it. He makes the catch, and Wood has uh, put all six down that he's faced here. We're through one and a half. Cougars one, San Diego nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Kyle Dean steps in for the Cougars. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Cougars up one nothing over San Diego. West Coast Conference action, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. This is the only game being played tonight in the conference. Uh, Utah Valley's down at St. Mary's non-conference action this weekend. They're playing four games in three days. There's a one hopper right back to the pitcher, Donatello, and he'll throw him out. Yeah, couldn't tell if he got jammed there or kind of off the bat, uh, off the end of the bat. Weird swing that Dean that took right there. Yeah. Uh, Santa Clara's at San Francisco this weekend. LMU at Gonzaga, Pacific at Portland. So those are the games being played besides this one, BYU. And the uh, San Diego Terreros, the Cougars, as we've mentioned, uh, them and Santa Clara are the only two teams that have only played 15 league games. But by the end of the season, everyone will have taken a bye week, a little check swing right back no shortstop never saw it wow. right off the bat he went back and the ball landed about five feet in front of him didn't have his uh, glasses on and just a little looper give dave clausen an infield single he might want to put those gla- put the glasses off the top of the yeah. hat and put them on yeah it's one of those uh situations where you, you hit so many balls hard at people all year for outs that it's nice to get a cheap one right there one man out and Jarrett Pern steps in. Jarrett, 337 average. And the first pitch to Perns is a fastball. Over for a strike. I, I guess that's a fastball. It's not a change. Yeah, I don't think at 82. Yeah, that is his fastball. I looked up and kind of did a double take yeah. on, the gun, on the gun. You don't see many collegiate pitchers uh, throwing 82 for the fastball. 0-1 pitch. Perns ground ball down the third baseline. Just foul. So no balls, two strikes. The count to Jarrett Perns, the junior out of Henderson, Nevada. He's played a great center field uh, defensively for the Cougars, and uh, has, with that uh, average of 337, has had a had, had a good year swinging the bat. Also, yeah, he has. He's starting to slow down here a little bit the last couple of weeks, but it's uh, had a really good year for us. When given the opportunity, he got off to a great start, won that job, and just hasn't looked back. Pitches outside one and two. Mike Littlewood in his sixth year for the Cougars down in the third base coaching box. Uh, Trent Pratt over in the first base side. Also Brent Herring, Jeremy Thomas, uh, Tuckett Slade on the staff here for the Cougars. They've been with Coach Tuckett or uh, Coach Littlewood the entire time. Tuck, you've been this year's second year, Second correct? year, yeah. Wish I would have been here the whole time, but uh, the position wasn't available at the time. Well, you've uh, done a great job. We love working with you. Well, love being here, that's for sure. Two balls, two strikes, two perns. And the pitch right back to the pitcher. This could be two on to the shortstop. Throw to first, not in time as Perns hustling down the line. They get the lead runner, David Clausen, on one the 1-6 put out. Perns on in the fielder's choice, and that will bring up uh, Schneeman, the number nine hitter in the uh, lineup. Yeah, that one extra shuffle step that the pitcher took cost him a double play right there. The newly renovated uh, BYU uh, Larry Miller ballpark here. 347 
down the left field line, 343 down the right field line. Now, now uh, Perns is going to get picked off as he is in a rundown. And he is gonna, he's going to slide back in safely. They got in a rundown, and the first baseman kind of got in the way and, and took a throw yeah. that he shouldn't have, and Perns was able to slide in head first back into the bag safely. So a little misplay right there by the Torero infield. Yeah, good job by, by Perns not giving up there on, on that pickoff there. Yeah, he was safe. Close, though. Well, Perns uh, had to be going on that pitch. Good lead at first base, and the pitch to Steeman's outside, ball one. Yeah, with left-handers, Coach likes uh, the, the base runners at first, especially the first couple innings, to really uh, kind of get a good lead. And if you got a good jump, try to go to see what they got for the, uh, the game. And that was one of those situations that he, he took off and kind of guessed wrong, looked like. Pitch to Sneeman. That's a fastball in the outside corner. Well, Burns has as big a lead as you're going to see. He's out beyond the little cutout mark. Just about almost both his feet behind the cutout mark. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Sneeman hits his ball into right field, base hit. Burns around second base. He'll motor to third. And Daniel Sneeman, the nemesis, the left-handed uh, pitcher for Sneeman, he comes up with a big base hit. Yeah, did a good job of just staying on that pitch and driving it through the four hole for a single. And Perns did a good job of going first to third there. Well, Daniel moved down to the number nine hole. That's the first time probably since his freshman year. He's going to try to battle his way out of there, I'm sure. I think a little bit of that is just to relieve the pressure on him and just say, hey, just, just hit. Don't worry about anything and just hit. He's just putting so much pressure on himself this year offensively. He's been a fantastic defender yep. all year but uh, just a struggle at times offensively. Anderson steps in. Runners at the corners, two men out. Cougars looking to their, increase their lead. And the pitch to Brennan is a slow curveball that drops in for a strike. You know, sometimes guys just need to see a little success. So hopefully, you know, that can help Schneeman's confidence of, hey, he's able to, you know, get a single in the, first, in the second inning and really get going. Donatella. From the stretch, here's the 0-1 ball hit down the third baseline. Third baseman up with it. He'll throw to first for the out. And San Diego retires the Cougars. Uh, no runs, two hits, no errors. Two runners left. We are through two innings now. one nothing BYU over the Toreros on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Adam Kerner steps in. He's the catcher for San Diego. We're through two. Cougars leading one to nothing. First pitch over for a strike. Jordan Wood has retired all six that he's faced so far. Does not have a uh, strikeout. That has looked sharp out there. Here's the 0-1. Ball hit pretty well. Brock Hale going back a couple of steps. In right field, he'll make the catch for the out. So one man out. I love Jordan's tempo today. It's quick. It's like assertive. You know, he's getting the ball, getting right back on the mound, and let's go to work. I'd like to congratulate Brendan Anderson, Nate Favero, Hayden Rogers graduating today. Uh, they weren't able to attend the commencement over there uh, earlier today, but congratulations to those three Cougars, all of them seniors, and uh, moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah, really proud of those guys having an opportunity to 
go all the way through school and graduate. It's awesome. Here's the 0-1 ball hit to Sneeman. That's his fourth chance. He's got it, and he'll throw to first for the out. You want a base hit, don't hit the ball to Daniel Sneeman. Yeah. Two men out. Yeah, that's the last place you want to hit it. Omahan will step in now. He's a freshman out of Alpine, California. He's only had three at-bats this year. Oh, now they are going to make a change, and this is uh, what Rich Hill will do. Third baseman. And they are going to come up uh, with uh, number nine, uh, Brett Bewley. He is the normal infielder. He is a junior out of uh, Winchester, California. So Bewley into the ball game. Yeah, he'll do this a lot with guys. He loves to to start his DH as a as a starting pitcher who's not going to hit at all, and then kind of situation wise put whoever he wants in. So Bewley takes the first pitch outside for a ball. And that pitch is also a ball. 2-0 the count. With two men out here in the third inning. Pitch has popped up and out of play. This is where it gets to be the not-so-fun time to hit with the shadows. Jordan Woods right there in the sun, but everything else in front of him is in the shadow, and it can be tough to see breaking pitches this time of day. Two balls and a strike to uh, Bewley. Here's the pitch. Over for a call. Strike two. In 92, that's pretty much uh, the consistency of that fastball by Jordan Wood here tonight. Yeah, he's feeling very loose arm right now and very strong. Ball grounded foul at the plate. Good location right there. Bewley didn't have a great swing on that pitch and barely, just barely got contact. Conference standing, San Francisco Pepperdine on top right now. 12 wins, 6 losses for those two teams. Pitches outside three and two. Right behind him, LMU 11 and seven. Gonzaga, St. Mary's 10 and eight. And the Cougars are seven and eight. So the Cougars literally two games out in the loss column of first place. So they've still had to take care of business. They can get it done. Ball hit pretty well, center field. Perns going back on the wall. And he makes the No, he oh. didn't make the catch. I think that ball came off the wall. And Bewley around second base, and he is going to end up with a triple. Great effort by Perns out there. Yeah, I thought he had it in his glove. I think he crashed into the wall the same time the ball hit the wall. Mm. Just a little above his glove. We'll have to look at the the replay there. Perns, uh, great effort. Here it is right here. Yeah, he just, you know, he got a little close to the wall. He kind of slowed down a little bit. And that ball banged off the wall for a triple by Brett Bewley, the first hit. For San Diego in the ballgame. A good swing there. Put a good good, good swing on that and hit that ball hard. Deepest part of the field and just hit off the, the bottom of the wall is probably where it hit. Atsuka will now step in. He grounded out to Schneeman his first time up. Tying run at third base for San Diego. And here's the pitch. High and tight. Ball one. It's a tough out right here. George's got his work cut out. Let's try to get out of this little damage right here. He's got... You know, Atsuka, you can see, just hangs over the plate. Yeah, Little does. guy, 5'9", 170, hitting 319. You can just see kind of that slap hitter 
Likes to put it and play with that great speed. There's a little pop-up. Stay in. That ball's going to find the seats over behind the Ooh. dugout of the Cougars. Almost hit Cosmo. Yes, it did. Make a play, Cosmo. He couldn't come on. see out of those eye holes. Didn't know where the ball was. He <laughs> was kind of doing a, a 360. He knew something was coming at him, but yeah. uh, he had a couple of Cougar tails in his hands, so good thing it didn't hit him. One ball and one strike. Cougars Favero, third base about even with the bag, trying to take a bunt away from Matsuka. And here's the pitch. Line drive. That is going to be in for extra bases down the left field line. Matsuka will end up with a double. Caldine picks it up, gets it in, and uh, Thrillers have tied it up here with back-to-back hits. Yeah, really good swing there by Otsuka. Inside fastball, he just stayed inside and hit really good swing down uh, inside out pitch down the left field line for a double. Koontz now will step in. As Koontz uh, lined out right back to the pitcher his last time up. Tsuka with a big lead at second base. And the first pitch down low, ball one. Okay, he's a guy that likes to steal, and he, he's stolen third a couple times this year. Not the ideal situation to steal third, but with that kind of a lead, you probably just walk there. Kunse, sophomore out of Novato, California. Steps back in, and here is the 1-0 pitch. Curveball just off the plate. Two balls and no strikes. Top of the third, all tied up 1-1. Game two tomorrow, 6 o'clock here in Provo, and then Saturday at uh, 1 o'clock. Still plenty of great seats available here to come out to the ballpark. That pitch is up high, ball three. Jordan Wood wants to change uh, baseballs. He didn't throw it back to the umpire. He threw it over to the dugout. He didn't want to see that ball again. Yeah, he was done with that that ball. Three balls, no strikes. Shane McGuire is due up next. He's the first baseman. And the pitch. That's over for a strike, three and one. This uh, San Diego team... Hitting 280 is the team coming in. Yeah, they've been able to score a lot of runs. They've just been giving up a lot of runs, and that's why they've lost some games this year. Can't tell you the last time Team ERA for San Diego, over five runs a game. That is unheard of as they are known for their great pitching. And they were picked second in the conference, and I think it was mainly due to their their staff coming back. Well, all three starters were back, but all had a below three ERA last year. And you're like, wow, that's, that's phenomenal staff. And really only one of the guys has had a good year. The other two have kind of struggled. Sprinkle an ERA over 10. Yeah. Look at, I remember Chris Murphy, four wins, four losses on the year. His ERA is over five. And, and then their other starter is going to start tomorrow, Paul Richin. He's what, a little bit over four, I think. Yeah, Richin 4.06, two wins, five losses. Pitch is grounded, foul down the third baseline. Good good job here by Wood fighting back in this count. Got to put him away right here. Here 
Rich and the starter tomorrow night, 78 strikeouts in 68 innings. So kid can really throw it. Three balls, two strikes. Jordan Wood from the stretch looks back at second base. And here's the pitch. Right, one hopper back to Wood. He loves it, throws the first for the out, and San Diego is retired in the inning. They got one run on two hits. No errors, one man left. We're through two and a half. 1-1, San Diego and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Sue leads it off for the Cougars. We're all tied up 1-1 here as we go to the bottom of the third inning. Cougars four hits, San Diego two hits. Sue grounded out his last time up. Productive ground out as uh, moved the runner up to third base. There's a little slow hopper. Third baseman, Buley up and throws him out. Good play there by Brett Buley. I remember Buley from last year. He's a guy who can really play defense. Really strong arm. One man out, and that will bring um, Brock Hill to the plate. Brock single in the run for the Cougars back in the first inning. 25 RBIs now for the Cougar right fielder, and there's another base hit, almost same location, right up the middle. Brock Hill seeing it really well here tonight. Like deja vu, like you said, exact same pitch, exact same result. One man out. And that will bring Kringlin to the plate. Uh, Kringlin was on by way of an error his first time up. Kringlin steps in. Keaton hitting uh, 310 on the year. As a quick throw to first base and uh, Brock Hale back in safely. One thing San Diego does with their outfitters, they play really deep, really deep at this field. There's a lot of green grass in front of them or green turf. That ball hammered by Kringlin, deep left center field, left fielder going back. This ball's out of here. Keaton Kringlin's first home run of the year, and the Cougars lead 3-1. to one. Got out of here in a hurry. Yes, it did. Over the 380-foot mark. And I'll give you a That's a little... Uh, off of Kringlin's back right there, the first home run we've seen from him. Yeah, that's a big monkey off his back. Great swing there. Again, got a breaking ball, and he was all over it. He didn't miss that pitch. Great swing, Kring. BYU Cougars this year, uh, I think that's their 18th home run, which is about uh, 15 less than I thought they'd have right yeah. now. Favero steps up. Uh, Nate does not have a home run yet this year. And this kid hit about six or seven last year. And the first pitch to Favero's inside ball one. Yeah, we've lacked a little bit in the power department this year. I think we hit close to 80 home runs last year, 87 home runs, something like that. And we haven't. We're not even to 20 yet. Yeah, we lost a lot of power guys, but. There's a ground ball right at the second baseman. He's got it on a nice, easy hop, throws the first for the out. So two men down, and that will bring Kyle Dean to the plate. Kyle Dean grounded back to the pitcher his first time up. See Kringlin bouncing around that dugout. He's always bounced, but he's got a little more bounce to his step after the home yes, run. Yes, he does. 
first pitch outside. You were talking right before that home run about how deep they play. And yeah. you know, I think a lot of that is altitude. They hear yeah. about it. They think, oh, man, we gotta, we got to go back ten steps. And I think you don't have to. You really don't. Yeah, especially in this ballpark. It's a big ballpark. Right back to the pitcher again. He's got it. And he'll shovel the ball to the first baseman for the out. The Cougars score two runs on two hits. No errors. Nobody left. We are through. Three complete now. 3-1 BYU over San Diego on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU. And you're listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Inning. Shane McGuire will step in. First pitch uh, down a little bit low, ball one. 3-1, Cougars lead. Two-run home run by uh, Kringlin in the bottom of the third has been the difference in this ball game. McGuire grounded out to Schneeman his first time up there. He swings and misses in the count now. One ball and one strike. McGuire, Schuyler, and Collard, the three scheduled hitters for San Diego. Here's the pitch from Jordan Wood. Boy, good change right there. Had him way out in front. A ball and two strikes. Yeah, fantastic change up there by Wood. Talked about how critical these games are for the Cougars. They've got a got 15 game or 12 games left in the conference season and they've got to win at least nine of those I think to have a real good chance to get into the top four uh, teams and get into that conference tournament uh, that they won last year it's a doable task but it's not going to be easy it really is reachable but uh, it's going to be a lot of work ahead two balls two strikes pitch is way inside ball three I don't know how that didn't hit him That is the 45th pitch by Jordan Wood as we start the fourth inning. Here's Wood's 3-2. That's up high ball four, so a leadoff walk to McGuire. First walk of the ball game by Jordan Wood, and that will bring uh, Jay Schuyler to the plate. Left fielder uh, grounded out to Cougar second baseman Anderson. His first time up. Beautiful sunshiny day here in Provo. Again, sun really an issue for the left side. Third base uh, shortstop and left field. And the center fielder also. Yeah, as good as Jordan's command was the first two innings, you're starting to see him not have great command this inning. One ball, no strikes. Skyler batting from the right side. Steps back in. Quick throw to first base. And uh, McGuire able to get back into the bag safely. You know, when you look at the conference this year, Tuck, I, I think the teams, I think the overall power and strength of the teams is down a little bit from what we've seen in the past. Yeah, I agree. Offensively, I don't think the pitching's quite as dynamic as we've seen it and it and it has been dynamic. I mean, there's been Yeah, there's been some great there's years. There's been some fantastic pitchers in this league and of course Chris Bryant played for yep. San Diego here a few years ago and he single-handedly was a cougar killer. We don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> Here's the 1-1 pitch to Skyler. Curveball over for a strike, but that makes that's what makes it so interesting is yeah. the, 
every team kind of beating up on each other. There's really, you know, not a lot of difference between the teams. Yeah. I was really impressed with Portland up there, uh, their, especially their pitching staff. I thought they had some good arms. Yes, they did. They, they, they knew who they were. They weren't fantastic arms. They weren't big power arms, but they were change-up guys that knew who they were, and they threw strikes. Made it tough to hit. One ball, two strikes. Pitch is fouled straight back. And the count will remain at one and two. You know, we haven't played uh, haven't played San Francisco yet, and supposedly they have a, a Thursday night guy that's really good. And St. Mary's has a couple of really good arms as well. So you haven't seen them, but, you know, they're all losing. Every team's losing games. So, like you said, there's not one team that wants to take this away. And, and there's a lot of it's, – it's a little bit of a down year as far as uh, the power goes and the power arms go in this league. Here's the pitch, a little looper, just foul. Outside the first baseline, of course, when you're looking at the schedule this week, a big game Santa Clara at San Francisco, LMU and Gonzaga. Pepperdine uh, uh, not playing this week, or this weekend anyway. They might be in, involved in finals, much like the Cougars were last week. And that's another team that's sitting on top of the conference, 12-6. and six, Yeah. That, uh, you know, they beat the Cougars two out of three, but, uh, you know, not as impressive as Pepperdine's teams that we've seen in the past. There's a ball fouled off. I agree, and their number one arm is out for the year after getting hurt against us. Threw just enough to get the win against us, right? Yeah, just enough. Well, I think he was in his – was he the sixth or seventh when he finally went I out? I think he finally went out in, yeah, one of those innings. Yeah. But he was shutting us out. Yeah, young man out of Cottonwood High School up in Salt Lake. And then he blew up his elbow, so hes uh, I'm not sure if he's had surgery yet or not, but uh, wish him the best. Pitch is a little bit low, two and two. I would assume he has because they want to get that done as fast as they possibly can to start that rehab process, just like we did with Ryan Brady. I mean, it was within a week or two after he hurt his arm that we got him in for his surgery. Two balls, two strikes to Jay Schuyler. Wood from the stretch looks at first, and here's the pitch. Ball hit down to Favero. He's got it on to second for one. The return to first. Great play by Sue. Digs it out of the turf for the out. Anderson kind of uh, short, well, didn't kind of, really short hopped him. And a great play backhand stab by Sue. That's a great job all around. Brennan got rid of it quick, got taken out, and Sue had a fantastic pick. Two men down, and uh, Kevin Collard now steps in. Collard grounded out to Sneeman his first time up. Collard, the uh, left-handed hitter, DH, 269 average coming into tonight's ball game. First pitch, good change, swing and a miss for a strike. Well, if he can get that change working with that low 90 fastball, uh, Jordan Wood uh, can be awfully good. Yes, he can. Pitches up just off the plate, one ball and one strike. Cougars leading 3-1 to one as we play the top of the fourth here in Provo. And the 1-1 pitch, another change, another swing and a miss. Now you throw a change at 81, and that hitter's up there thinking, okay, is it going to be 92 or 81? Yeah, that's tough. Let me tell you, that's a big difference when you're hitting a baseball. It really is, and that's what makes that pitch so good is that uh, differential. 
Here's the one, two came back with a fastball up just a little bit, two and two. Caller does have a couple home runs this year and 19 RBIs. And here's Woods' 2-2 two, two pitch, a little bit low, ball three. Big crowd here Tuesday night, uh, ninth largest crowd ever in the ballpark, what over 2,600. That's what it was, 26. I think 2609. Ball hammered right at Brock Hale. Ball hit hard, but Hale able to run it down. And San Diego retired in order here in the fourth. We're through three and a half. Cougars three, San Diego one on your new skin BYU Sports Network. All right, back here as we uh, go to the bottom of the fourth. Need to add uh, Rhett Parkinson, Kendall Motes also to that graduating class. I don't think they are actually graduating right now, but maybe yeah, they, after they, spring they semester. They have right? one class in the spring semester, right. and then they're done, yeah. So that's five Cougars uh, graduating. Pitch is over for a call strike to David Clausen, infield single. Son aided by Clausen, his last him up, a little blooper out the shortstop, couldn't pick up, and it just landed right in front of him. Here's the 0-1 to Clausen. That's uh, down low, one ball and one strike. Lawson with the hit. He's uh, climbed his average uh, up a little bit. Came into the ballgame hitting at 253. Lawson hammers this one to left field. So uh, Coach Little was talking about David is so much a better hitter when he's going gap to gap, and we saw it right there. In fact, that was even a little bit more in the six hole. Yeah, that's a, that's a good sign for Dave because then you know he's not pulling off like we've seen him do so much this year. He just took the pitch that way and hit it right where they weren't playing. It's a great piece of hitting. That'll bring Perns to the plate. Uh, Perns on in the fielder's choice his first time up. Jared also right-handed hitter. And there's a bunt back to the pitcher. He's up with it. He'll throw to the second for to get the lead runner. Not a great bunt by Perns. Perns, he bunted it right back at the pitcher. Yeah, he made the play. not a very good bunt at all. One man out, Daniel Sneeman steps in. That's just a lack of execution right there by Perns. And Sneeman, who singled his first time up, will step in. Sneeman, uh, seven, or the Cougars with seven hits, as we've mentioned, Sneeman with one of those. Daniel out of Chula Vista, so he's very familiar with his San Diego, a bunch of kids on the San Diego team. Yeah, actually he worked at camp this summer at University of San Diego and uh, Coach Hill. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That ball's down in the dirt. All he talked about was Daniel Schneeman and how bad of a miss it was for him <laughs> that he didn't recruit that kid that was literally two miles from his university. He's like, how did I not recruit this kid? How did I not know about this kid? He said, I, I thought he was a pitcher in high school. Wasn't going to be this this kid, this kid this good. So Defensive player of the year yeah. last year in the conference. Uh, just continued that this year. Perns again at first base. A big lead, and that pitch is over for a strike, two and one. Daniel Sneeman. 224 average coming in, two home runs. Very productive, though, 23 RBIs. And the pitch to Sneeman is fouled out of play. 
Yeah, he's been real streaky. He's had some, some weekends where he's been clutched. Like Gonzaga, he had three or four RBIs in big situations. You know, he had the big hit against Santa Clara with the walk-off home run. You know, he's had some really big hits and just had some bad days here and there. But he's a fantastic player and uh, just really want him to succeed. Two balls, two strikes. And the pitch to Sneeman, a swing and a miss. And Daniel goes down on strikes, two men out. And the top of the order, Brendan Anderson steps in. Brendan is singled and grounded out, one for two today. Looked like a pretty good pitch right there for Sneeman, just uh, snuck the fastball past him. Yeah, so many breaking balls in a row that the, he kind of caught him off there with that right, really right down the middle fastball. We talked a little about San Diego's defensive alignment. I'll tell you, it doesn't matter who's up. That uh, outfield is playing very deep. Yes, they are. It's going to be hard to hit a ball through the gap on them without them cutting it off. You'd really have to earn it. There's going to be no, no cheap doubles, that's for sure. They're uh, shading Anderson a little bit over in the left center field alley. Throw to first, and uh, Perns uh, back in safely. Perns has only attempted one stolen base on the year. He was thrown out in that one attempt, but this kid's got good speed. And that's a big lead. That's a big-time lead right there. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and that is outside, ball two. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to maybe start him here yeah. with Anderson at the plate. Worst, worst case, you're leading off with Anderson in the in the fifth. Absolutely. Plus, there's just more benefit to it. If you can get him to second here with Anderson, got a shot to drive another run. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch to Anderson. That one catches the outside corner. This lefty's quick to the plate. Not a typical lefty. A lot of lefties are slow to the plate because they like to do that read move where they lift their leg and kind of make a decision. He's up and he's down. It's quick. Two and one. Another throw to first, and Perns uh, back in standing up. Cougars uh, at Cal next Tuesday and then uh, on to St. Mary's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All those games down to St. Mary's will be a 4 o'clock start here local time. We'll have all those for you here. St. Mary's beautiful campus, ballpark, uh, not quite to the uh, level of uh, most ballparks you see yeah. in Division One baseball. Haven't been there yet, but uh, a lot of guys uh, <laughs> tell me a lot of stories about that place. Two balls and a strike. Another throw to first, and again, Perns back in. Portland this week, uh, midweek games, they lost to Oregon State 9-2, but then they came back and beat uh, Portland the next day. That ball swung on and foul tip with the plate. No, they are going to call a foul ball. Perns. Uh, he didn't touch it, though. He must have fouled it. Because that first, the home plate umpire is bringing him back to first base. Wow, I'd like to see that replay because it did not look like he touched that. Well, no a big argument from the Cougar coaches there. No, I didn't. No, he did he not. He did not. Hit that the ground hit in the, the shin guard. Yeah. The sound he heard was the shin guard. And the catcher. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, the catcher was uh, looking for it. He, he knew what was going on. Yeah, bad call there. Yeah. Cougars would have had a runner at third base. 
for Anderson. Now a count of two and two to Brennan. That See ball hammered that. to right field. That will be a base hit. That's an and RBI. That would have scored a run. Yeah, that's frustrating. So Anderson's second hit of the ball game. And that will bring Sue to the plate. Brian is 0 for 2, a pair of ground outs. Grounded out to second base and to third base. The thing that was surprising about that is the home plate umpire just made the call emphatically. Normally on something like that, he would ask for some help if there was a question in his mind. Absolutely. But he was waving him back. And I agree with you that either the sound was either off his shin guard or off the off the catcher's mitt. That's what I think it really was. Because we looked at the replay and it missed by a couple inches. So Brian Sue up there trying to knock in another run for BYU. Not before the pitching coach for San Diego out. To have a little chat with uh, Donatello, his starter. Now Coach Littlewood in asking uh, the home plate umpire as the pitching coach now returns to the dugout about that. So Sue will step in. Brian, 310 average coming into the ball game. He will come to the plate, batting from the right side against uh, Anthony Donatello, the starter. And Sue takes slow curveball over for a strike. Be nice to, to add another run right here. Big two-out RBIs. Two-out RBIs really break the back of the other team. It's, uh, it's one of those big-time momentum either gathers or, or, or uh, momentum quitters there. Cougars with eight base hits but only three runs. Sue swings and misses. And Brian quickly behind in the count, 0-2. Sue, early in the season, one of the toughest strikeouts in the nation. He hasn't been seeing the ball the last couple of weeks as well. Quite as well. No balls, two strikes. And here is Donatello. And the pitch to Brian Sue. He swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Sue 0 for 3 now in the ballgame. Cougars with uh, no runs on two hits, no errors. Two runners left. We're through four complete. 3-1. Cougars leading the Toreros on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Daniel Gardner steps in for San Diego. We go to the fifth inning. Cougars up 3-1. Gardner, Kerner, and Hotty will step to the plate. There's a line shot right at Sue. First baseman makes the play. Ball hit hard. Yeah, San Diego's hit a couple of bars, balls really hard this game, just right at us. That'll bring Adam Kerner to the plate. He's a freshman catcher. Flew out to right field his first time up. So Kerner steps in. 12 RBIs on the year for the freshman. And the first pitch is up a little bit high for a ball.
One ball, no strikes. And that ball is a fly ball to center. Center fielder Jarrett Perns there makes the play. Perns scared me a little bit there. His reaction right away was kind of like, I don't see it. It's a tough, tough place to see right now this time of day for the left center field. And a little bit of shortstop still. Jeff Hopi now steps in. Junior out of El Cajon. Very good defensive shortstop for the Toreros. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Showed bunt, pulled the bat back. And Wood threw the ball over the outside corner. What a young team this year, the San Diego Club. They lost a lot of power from last year. A couple of guys drafted in the top ten rounds. Pitch is down low. One ball and one strike. I mentioned uh, always a powerhouse in the West Coast Conference. They were picked second in the uh, preseason coaches poll. And, boy, it's been all about pitching for them. They had three returners that swing and a miss. Well, and were three of really the top pitchers in the league last year. And yeah. They just haven't gotten it done. Yeah, and then they also were the media's preseason number one. The West Coast media had picked them to win the league. Here's the one-two. Another swing and a miss. Hope he goes down on strikes, and Jordan Wood retires in order here in the fifth inning again. We're through four and a half, three-one. Cougars over the Toreros on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Rock Hale will step in for the Cougars. He's two for two on the day. Pair of singles and an RBI. First pitch to Hale is outside ball one. Hale, Kringlin, Favero do up. Cougars lead 3-1. Three runs on eight hits. San Diego one run on two base hits. And that pitch up high, ball two. Cougar team looking to catch a little lightning in a bottle here in this series and really get things going. Off to a good start. Pitches a little bit outside 3-0. and Yeah, you know, it was against these guys last year that I think our, our team, when we went into their place where we never won a series, where we never even won a game yep. since being in the league and win the series, it really just propelled us to a lot of big wins after that. We wanted to roll after that. A couple of come from behind, one extra inning win. Pitches up high, ball four. And Donatella didn't want anything to do with Brock Hill in that at bat. Runner first base, and Kringlin steps in. Keaton has been on by way of an error and also had a solo home run. I'll check that, a two-run home run. Yeah. It's nice to see him really turn on a pitch and be aggressive on a breaking ball. Runner at first base, and Kringlin, the right-handed hitting uh, junior out of Cedar City, steps in. Interesting thing here is the left fielder was playing deeper the last time Kringlin was up. Center fielder is still deep, but I uh, find that a little interesting that he would shallow up after he just hit one over your head that, for a home run. That's about where he should be, probably. Yeah, I agree. I agree. First pitch to Keaton is down low for ball one. So far, the hitters have done a good job for the most part. Our hitters have done a good job of, of taking those balls in the dirt. You know, Sue struck out on a couple last inning, but besides that, everyone else has done a good job of really taking that pitch today. Kringlin, a three-year starter for BYU. 
He has been Mr. Consistency throughout his career. Swing and a miss, quick throw down to first base, and uh, back in safely is Hale. Keaton Kringland uh, hit 369 as a freshman. Five home runs, 23 RBIs, started 35 games. Last year started all 59 the Cougars played. Hit 318, also five home runs, 55 RBIs last year. Again, another throw to first base, and again, Hale back in safely. Yeah, he had an unbelievable RBI year last year. He's been down this year, but he's a guy that could, could get 15, 20 RBIs in the next 15 games. That's how much talent he has. Pitch to Kringland. Ball hit hard. Buley's got it. Third baseman on to He's second. He's off the bag. He's off and the they, bag. Oh, boy, they called him out. It looked like he was well off the he bag was. when he took the throw. Anthony Prater down there, the second base umpire, made the play or made the call. Yeah, by the time he caught that, his foot was yep. off the bag. I want to see that again. Yeah, maybe he was. Oh, it was close. Close, yeah. And Kringlin hustling down to the first baseline, able to beat it out. So one man out, Kringlin on the fielder's choice. And Nate Favero, who was uh, lined out and grounded out in the ball game, and pitch to Favero is down low, ball one. Good take there. He, he swung at the first two pitches he's seen this game. So Favero steps in, runner at first base. Cougars with a two-run lead. And the pitch to fair there goes Kringlin, and he's going to slide in safely. King Kringlin, a little bit of a delay steal right there. And I think it was a hit and run is what it was. Caught everybody, was it? Caught everybody yeah. off guard. And the reason he had to go late is with the lefty on a hit and run, you have to make sure that uh, he goes home first, and that's why it looks so late. Hey, but it worked out. A ball and a strike to Favero. Now a runner in scoring position. That's Keaton's first stolen base of the year. There's a ball hit into left field. Base hit. They're going to try to score Kringlin. He's around third. Here comes the throw, and he will slide in safely, head first into the home plate. And the Cougars now lead 4-1. to one. Favero going the opposite way with that base hit into left. Yeah, great job. Just sat on that off-speed pitch and drove it into the six hole. Got an RBI. Love the aggressiveness by Coach Littlewood sending him there. The left fielder kind of like jogged to it and then thought, oh, he's not going to score. And then all of a sudden, oh, now I have to throw it. That's also the benefit of them playing so deep. When you play that deep, singles you're going to score on. That will bring uh, Kyle Dean now to the plate with a runner at first base. Cougars have scored one in the inning. And the first pitch to Kyle is a curveball that drops in for a strike. It was nice to see Kyle get going a little bit against Utah. It's the type of guy that I really think that get a pitch elevated here. He can do some damage. Here's the 0-1. Dean, high fly ball, shallow left field shortstop going out. He is there and will make the catch in fair territory. And Favero way off the bag at first base. Uh, good aggressive base running by Favero. Had to get back into the bag quickly. So Dean uh, pops out, and he's now 0 for 3 in the ballgame. Two men down, and uh, David Clausen, who's 2 for 2, steps in. 
Lawson, a little infield single in the second. And a single to left in the fourth as he steps in again here in the fifth inning. Cougars with a run in the first, two in the second, one so far here in the fifth. And a throw to keep Favero close at the bag. And he gets back in easily. Donatello's first pitch is down low for a ball. I wonder if he's thrown this many pitches yet this year. I know he's only gone three innings. From what I can see this year is the most he's thrown. Normally they're closer. Pitch is uh, fouled off down the first base side. So a ball and a strike to Clausen. And the pitch is swing and a miss, one and two. Clausen batting from the left side. Catcher for the Cougars and another throw to first. And again, Favero back in safely. Ball and two strikes. Lawson checks his swing on a pitch outside, and the count evens up at two and two. Second baseman's playing shallow right field right now. Two balls, two strikes. Cougars four runs on nine hits. And that ball, little nubber out in front of the plate. That ball will roll foul. I thought the catcher would try to yeah. grab that ball in fair territory and still an out. He should have, yeah. but, you know, I'm sure he was sitting there thinking, no, you know, I'm usually taught to let those go. Yeah, it's true. And Clausen was looking back over his shoulder yeah, at, the, I mean, at the ball, so he would have easily been yeah. thrown out. It was an out for sure. On an accurate throw. Let's see if you can make him pay for that right here. Two balls, two strikes. Donatella. Pitches up high. Three and two. 69th pitch by Donatella. Really stretching him out. Normally the one of the closers for San Diego. Starting here in game one. Well, Nate will be running here. See if Clausen can get some sort of a hit in the gap that Nate could score on. Here's Donatella's pitch, and that ball's hammered down the right field line. That's in for a base hit. Favero around second. He's around third. He's going to score easily as the ball's rattling around out there in right field. Here comes Clausen. He slides in with a triple. David Clausen, three for three in the ball game, and the Cougars lead five to one. And uh, Otsuka out there, the right fielder, had a hard time kind of coming up with that ball. He really did, yeah. Got an elevated breaking pitch, full count. Well, Havero going, hits it down the line. Asuka kind of took a weird angle to it, and then it bounced off the wall hard, kind of away from him, which 
gave Claussen a chance to get to third. Favero was going to score for sure, but uh, great piece of hitting there by Claussen. That'll bring Jarrett Perns to the plate. Perns is uh, 0 for 2. He's been on both times, but both times on a fielder's choice. Looking to pick up another run for the Cougars, and the pitch is over for a strike. Cougars are just relentless pressure so far in this ball game. Ten base hits through the first four and two-thirds innings. This is where Jarrett's been so good this year in clutch situations. Pitch to Burns is fouled straight back. 0-2 the count. Rich in the starter tomorrow. I believe he's a right-hander. He is, correct? yeah. Big he's hard thrower. Fantastic kid, too. Got to meet him this summer and last year when we played him. Really good kid. Good arm. No balls, two strikes. Runner at third base. And Pern swings and misses, goes down on strikes. And the Cougars are retired here. In the fifth, they got two runs on two hits. There were no errors and one man left. We are through five now. 5-1 Cougars leading the Toreros on your new skin BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the sixth inning. Cougars uh, have added a couple of more game uh, runs. They lead 5-1. And Brett Bewley, who tripled and scored the only run for San Diego, will step in, hit it over the top of the outstretched love of Jarrett Perns. And the first pitch is fouled up and out of play. This San Diego team has had 50 players signed to pro contracts in the last nine years. They've been tabbed as the West Coast Conference preseason favorite in nine of the last 11 years. Pitch is over for a strike, 0-2. Rich Hill, the head coach, has record at San Diego, 665 wins, 468 losses. He also coached at Cal Lutheran and five years at San Francisco. Checked the swing, went around, and Bewley goes down on strikes. Nice strike out there by Wood. Fantastic breaking ball there. One man out, and Toro Otsuka will step in. He is a one for two. He singled in the only run of the game for the Toreros his last time up. Otsuka steps in from the left side. He swings and misses for a strike. Otsuka right there in the San Diego area, Rancho San Bernardino, Bernardino. And here's the 0-1 pitch. Ball hit. One hopper right at Anderson. He's got it, and he'll throw him out. Quickly two men down for San Diego, and that will bring uh, Paul Kuntz to the plate. He's 0 for 2. Anyway, this team, uh, it's amazing. The last 11 years, they've been picked to win the conference nine of those years. The last time they won it was in 2010. Wow. Of course, Chris Bryant, uh, the probably the most famous of all Toreros. Ball popped up and out of play. They've signed... Uh, 50, the last nine years, 50 players have signed out of this program. Yeah, they actually have Chris Bryant's, like, locker retired in their locker room. They've got this beautiful locker room that's shaped like a base, uh, like a home plate, and they still have, like, his jersey hanging in there and everything to kind of like a mural for him. Oh, one pitch, little looper center field. That's going to drop in front of Pern, so a two-out single. 
by Kunst. And that will bring uh, Shane McGuire up. From 2013 to 2015, Brian in 13, and then Connor Joe and Kyle Holder, number one picks wow. in the Major League Draft. Pretty impressive. Coming out of this program. Pretty impressive. We talked about Rich Hill, 979 total Division One wins. The Cougars wouldn't want him to get 1,000 here, so the Cougars have got to take uh, care of business here this weekend. And here's the pitch. Ball. Oh. McGuire hit over near the uh, Torero dugout. Owen won the count. I think they actually had, besides Bryant, I think they had a couple of pitchers, too, that were like first-team All-Americans a few years back as well. Yeah, they've uh, had a number of great players come through the program. Coach Littlewood's son was actually signed right. to go there before he signed professionally out of high school. Here's the 0-1. That's a little bit outside. That year that Coach Littlewood's son was committed to them, there was six guys who signed and didn't go to school, and four of those six guys are in the big leagues. So they had a heck of a class. And the other two guys are in AAA. So pretty good group. Ball and a strike. Pitches up high for a ball. Of course, the Cougars, uh, a number of of uh, players uh, making their way up in the professional level. Here's the 2-1 pitch from Jordan Wood. Ball popped up. Clawson going over. That ball will land in the seats. Oh, catch the ball. Behind That's home an easy plate. one. That's an easy one. Air. We don't know his name, but. Air on the spectator. That's a routine play, isn't it? I would have made it. <laughs> well, that's easy saying that. You make every play. Two balls, two strikes to count. And the pitch, ball rocketed foul down near the San Diego bullpen area. I'll tell you one thing. These guys, they don't cheat themselves on their swings. They, one strike, two strike, no strikes, they're going to swing and swing hard. A couple of the Cougar players, Jacob Hanneman uh, playing with the Iowa Cubs AAA. Adam Law, Arkansas Travelers, that's AA. Colton Mahoney uh, with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, that is AA. We'll continue on with a few of these. That pitch is on the outside corner, call strike three. Great pitch. And the Toreros are retired here in the sixth. 5-1 BYU leading on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Daniel Sneeman leads off the six for the Cougars. They are 5-1. Donatella still on the hill. First pitch is down low. Ball one. A couple of other of those players. Uh, uh, Brennan Lund with the Mobile Bay Bears. That's double A. Uh, Maverick Buffo, the Lansing Lugnuts. That's an A team. Marcus Littlewood, uh, son of uh, head coach Mike Littlewood with the Reno Aces, triple A. Michael Rucker. Double-A Tennessee Smokies. So, uh, boy, a lot of those guys just really literally one step yeah, away. Yeah, they really are. Pitches over for a strike. Uh, Taylor Cole, former Cougar, playing with the Salt Lake Bees AAA affiliate of the Angels. 
And Shaver's still in extended spring training, and he's going to get, uh, after the draft, he'll then get assigned to a team. Two balls and a strike. Ball hit, base hit by Schneeman, his second hit of the night. Schneeman, big turn, thought about going. I thought Osuka, he was. Not with a real good arm in right field, the little kid, little guy, but uh, Schneeman holds it first base, top of the order coming up. Uh, Brennan Anderson will step to the plate. And I like, think that might be it. Rich Hill out of the dugout. And they are going to make a move to the bullpen. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action right after this on your BYU Baseball Radio Network. New pitcher for San Diego is Nigel Ward, wearing number 36. One win, one loss on the year. 3.12 earned run average. Ward out of Santa Ana, California. Uh, pitched at Santa Ana College, now pitching his first year in Division One for uh, Coach Hill, 6'2", 180. And Miguel Ward in on relief. Uh, runner at first base, nobody out. Top of the order coming up, Brennan Anderson. Brennan, two for three on the day. Cougars have banged out 11 base hits here against this uh, San Diego pitching staff. Kind of a it's kind of a three-quarter arm slot. It really wants to whip the ball. Anderson steps in. Single in the first. Grounded out in the second. Singled in the fourth. He did score the Cougars' first run back in the first inning. Brennan, three home runs on the year. 23 RBIs. And Anderson, a little looper. Right fielder Otsoka comes in now. Back in, and he'll make the play for out number one. Yeah, I'm okay with Brennan swinging at that first pitch. Usually the first pitch of a reliever is right down the middle trying to get ahead, and quick swing on it just was a little bit late. See if Sue can have a little more luck against this arm. Didn't You could tell he didn't see the last pitcher very well. One man out. One man on, and the pitch to Sue, a hit and run. Ball fouled off. Had Sneeman going, and Sue uh, fouled the pitch off. So no balls and a strike to the Cougar first baseman. Brock Hill in the on-deck circle. And here is... The pitch, and that's over for a strike. Nigel Ward. At least thrown three pitches, all for strikes so far. Seems like that body, you have a little bit more than 85 out of there. It seems like he really whips it to the plate. There's the 0-2. That's off the plate. Cougars, uh, 18 wins, 17 losses, looking to even up their conference record at 8-8. Eight and eight. Right now, uh, San Diego comes in, 7 wins, 11 losses. That ball foul at the plate, and I think if San Diego lost this one, it almost mathematically It'd be tough. put them out because they've only got eight games left yeah. after this one tonight. Unless a bunch of teams lost at the end, which would be tough to do. Be hard for him. 
Well, the format in the West Coast Conference with the top four teams has, has worked well. It has, yeah. Had some good conference tournaments uh, down at Banner Island Ballpark in Stockton. There's a ground ball, third baseman. Buley's got it. Throws the first, throws high. And Sue back in safely. It'll be an error on Buley, the third baseman. So the Cougars now with runners at first and second base and Brock Hale coming up. Kind of a slow roller, and Buley just tied to yeah, he hurried had, his throw. I think he would have had him. It would have been close. Would have been close. Yeah. They'll go air on Buley, and uh, Brock Hale steps in second air of the ball game by San Diego. And Hale coming to the plate. Curveball way outside for a ball. Boy, Sneeman really getting a huge secondary lead yeah, out there. he really is. I like seeing him work out there. He's just so happy to be on the yeah, base pass. He is, yeah. <laughs> Two hits. Been a good night for Daniel. Here's the 1-0. Ball fouled straight back. Boy, curveball or a fastball that Hale just missed. Yeah, he took a healthy hack to that. I remember his last home run. He's got seven on the year. It's been. I should have had two in Portland. If we weren't yep. playing in Portland, but uh, he's had a, he's had a quite a few of those this year at other parks. Hawaii, yeah, Auburn, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, it's been two, three weeks at least. Has been. Ball and a strike. Pitch to Hale is over. One and two. Right fielder Osuka playing very shallow against Brock Hale, and he'll go that way. He will, especially yeah. with two strikes. Hale, the junior out of Mesa, steps back in. And here's the one-two ball hit up the middle. That ball's going to get through for a base hit, and that's going to score a run. Sneeman will score easily. Brock Hale with his third hit, all singles, but his second RBI, and the Cougars now lead 6-1. Yeah, Brock came to play today, taking some great swings. Fantastic job, Brock Hale. Ball not hit all that hard, but it had just enough overspin on it to get past the second baseman and get into center field. Yes, it did. Cougars with the pressure in every inning against the San Diego team. One in the first, two in the third, two in the fifth, one so far here in the sixth. And even in the second and the fourth, they had runners on. So really have put some pressure on them. There's the pitch to Kringle. Ball bunted down the third baseline. And the throw to first gets Kringlin. And that ball's going to be thrown. Sue at first base. They overthrow us. Who's going to try to score? And he'll score. That'll be another error. That'll be on the first baseman, yeah. McGuire. Sue took a big turnaround third base. They tried to backpick him. And ball got past the third baseman. And the Cougars score another one, 7-1 now. Yeah, well, the tough play there was that's one of those situations where coach actually wants Sue to score on the throw from the third baseman to first. And Sue stopped originally and then had to go back because he was so far off, the, far off the bag. And then the first baseman threw it away, which, hey, at the end of the day, the whole goal was to get him to, to score, and he did. When Kringlin bunted the ball, I thought for sure it was a base hit right down the line. But uh, he was thrown out. Then McGuire made the bad throw, three errors in the ball game. And now Favero steps in with a chance to tack on another one. Well, yeah, the first error they had of the game didn't hurt him, but the last two this inning really did. 
But again, you put pressure on a team and make them play defense, you know, good things can happen. Favero takes that one over. A ball and a strike. Brock Hale at uh, third base. Two men out. And here is the 1-1 pitch to Nate Favero. Pitches up high for ball two. Cougars uh, 12 hits. San Diego with three errors. And they've uh, put across uh, seven runs so far here in the ball game. Pitch to Favero's down low, ball three. Kyle Dean on deck. Favero won for three today with an RBI and a run scored. It was an RBI single his last time up. And here's a 3-1 pitch way inside ball four. So Favero walks. And that will bring Dean to the plate. Kyle has uh, bounced back to the pitcher twice and popped up to the shortstop. This will be his first time facing the right-hander, Nigel Ward. Runners at the corners, and Dean, a big swing and a miss at a breaking pitch for strike one. Yeah, hadn't really thrown a breaking pitch yet this inning, and starts Kyle off with the first one. Kyle's like, hey, man, I was dead red. Where'd that come from? See if he can get a pitch to drive right here. Put in the gap and get another couple across. No balls and a strike. Ward's pitch on the outside corner for call strike two. We are in the bottom of the sixth here at Larry Miller Field in Provo. Cougars uh, up seven to one. Dean hammers this one. That is a yes, fair ball is. right on the line. One Nate. run scores. Here comes Favero. They're going to try to score him. He will score, and Kyle Dean with a double knocks in two more. Cougars lead 9-1. to one. Well, that was a rocket down that third baseline. Yes, it was. That ball was hit hard. Right hit right on the, the white line. I like it when you just make it hurt. Make those errors hurt. Four runs in the inning by BYU. And that will bring uh, David Clawson to the plate. Favaro's gassed the last two innings. He's had to score from first on a double. Clawson will step in. David with an RBI opportunity. He's three for three on the day with an RBI. Lawson now hitting 276. Came into the ballgame with a 253 average, so he's raised his average a good 23 points. Those are good days when days like that are happening. See the confidence uh, kind of out of Lawson. You saw it a little bit Tuesday with him and Dean both. Lawson, big swing, fouls that one off. Well, we've talked about all season. If we can just get a couple of these guys going that haven't been, it's a difference of the year. And, and so far today, I mean, obviously the whole group as a whole has been really getting it going today. But 
you know, being able to have some guys in the bottom end of the order really step up and hit to their potential has been nice to see today. One ball, one strike. There's a ground ball out toward the first baseman. He'll glove it and step on the back for the out. Cougars inning finishes with four runs. They got those four runs. Three base hits. There were two errors. One man left. We are through six complete. 9-1 BYU leading San Diego on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Go to the seventh inning. Cougars up 9-1. 1,365 in attendance here in the ballpark today. An absolutely beautiful Thursday evening in Provo. Jay Schuyler steps in. He's the cleanup hitter for San Diego, and Jordan Wood's pitch is a swing and a miss. That's the 82nd pitch by Wood. As Jordan has looked awfully good out there tonight for the Cougars, he's limited to San Diego to three hits and one run. Here's the 0-1. That's up a little bit high. Jordan's never... Had an issue with his arm this year. I mean, no, it's just been strong. He's had pitches, pitch counts well over uh, over 100 pitches in a ball game. 1-1 one, one pitch over for a strike, 1-2. and two. Which is awesome to see because his first few years, you know, he, he battled some injuries, some kind of weird injuries too. But, uh, man, he's been just so good for us this year. Cougar bullpen out there starting to stretch and nobody throwing yet. If Wood could work his way through the, the uh, seventh here easily, they'd probably run him back out there in the eighth, two and two the count. Now on Skyler. Well, these two teams were picked one and two in the conference. When you looked at the schedule, you kind of circled this one. Yeah. I said this will this could be a special one. Strike three called. Skyler goes down on strikes. Well. I know Wood right now is sitting on the mound. He looks up at that scoreboard, and he's like, man, nine runs, run support right yeah. now, fantastic. I'm going to go out there and just pound the zone and, and make them earn that. Talking to a couple of players today about, man, we just haven't had an, an easy game the whole year. Everything's yeah. been one run, two run. Yeah, it's nice to see that eight-run lead. Pitch is a curveball over for a strike to Kevin Cullard. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of baseball left to play in this game, but it's just nice to see the offense really get going and, and really make them pay. Here's the 0-1. That's up high. One ball, one strike. Hayden Rogers will get the start tomorrow night for the Cougars. He's uh, graduated today, and he's got a job interview tomorrow. So big day for Hayden. Starting life. Real life, right? Swing and a miss. One and two. Man, these kids sometimes don't know how good they got it. That's for sure. <laughs> College baseball at BYU. Travel right. Great atmosphere. It's awesome. One, two pitch. Swing and a miss. And Jordan Wood with a couple of strikeouts to start the seventh inning. Two men down. That is Wood's uh, fourth strikeout of the ball game. His first strikeout didn't come until the fifth. That's actually his fifth strikeout. Two men down, Daniel Gardner, center fielder, steps in. 
Jordan's pitch is over for a strike. That's pitch number 91 on the evening. Gardner 0 for 2 is flown out and lined out. Lined out to Sue his last time up. And it's hit a few balls hard just right at people. Looks like Rhett Parkinson's playing a little bit of catch. Gardner, a senior out of Fresno. 1-1 one, one pitch just off the plate, 2-1. and one. Mitch, no other games being played tonight in the conference. All the action starts tomorrow. Utah Valley at St. Mary's non-conference four-game series. Santa Clara at San Francisco, LMU at Gonzaga. There's a ground ball hit out toward Brennan Anderson, just under the glove of Anderson. LMU's at Gonzaga Pacific at Portland. That's a, a, a play that Anderson should make. Yeah, he's, he's mad at himself. What do you think, Kidder right there? I it's think the, he makes that it's play. It's on the backhand. Uh, I, I'd give it a, I'd give it an air. First air of the ball game on the Cougars. Two men out, and that will bring up Adam Kerner. Looked like Brennan got a little bit of a slow jump on that ball. Yeah. And like you said, had to backhand it, just glanced up off his glove. Kerner, the catcher, 258 average, steps in, and the first pitch is over for a strike. And it just seems like he's getting more confident as this game's going on. That breaking ball is much sharper. Great command. Oh, and one. And the pitch that I've loved tonight is a change. Yeah, it's been, it's I mean, really been good. He has been dynamic with that pitch. If he can. Get that pitch to where he can consistently throw that. He's going to be uh, he's going to be playing at the next level. Yeah. Well, last year against Gonzaga and in, in that double header that we had to win to win the finals at uh, Banner Island in the tournament, he had that changeup going, and those lefties could not touch him because of it. Here's the 0-2, just off the plate. One ball and two strikes. Well, Coach Littlewood uh, kind of moving the lineup around over these last couple of weeks, trying to get some spark going, and uh, he certainly got it tonight. Absolutely. Nine runs, 13 hits. Strike three called, and Kerner goes down on strikes. Strikes out the side. We're through six and a half. 9-1 Cougars over the Toreros on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Got a couple of changes in the San Diego lineup. Number three is taking over in left field, Connor Doyle. Left fielder Skyler moves from left to first. So Skyler to first base. And Connor Doyle in left as we start the uh, bottom of the seventh inning here in Provo. Cougars up big nine to. One, and Mitch McIntyre is pinch hitting for Jarrett Perns. So McIntyre up at the plate for the first time. And McIntyre rockets one to left right at Doyle, who makes the play for the out. Good swing there by Mitch. Good line drive just right at the new left fielder. 
One man out. And Schneeman will step in. Daniel two for three in the ball game. And the first pitch to Schneeman is over for a strike. Cougars have scored in every inning but the second and fourth in the ball game as uh, they put a lot of pressure on this uh, San Diego team here in game one. One in the first, two in the third, two in the um, fifth, and four in the sixth on 13 base hits. Pitch to Sneeman's outside, ball two. Boy, it's great to see Daniel with a little spring in his step. Absolutely. Like we talked about earlier, a little success goes a long ways with these guys' confidence. 2-1 pitch, that ball is hit hard right at the center fielder. Gardner, he'll make the play for the out. A couple of balls hit hard by first two Cougar hitters, and that will bring uh, Brennan Anderson up. Anderson steps in. He's got a couple hits. He's two for four. And Ward's first pitch outside, ball one. Brennan Anderson, the captain of the team, starting second baseman. Graduate today from BYU along with Favero Rogers, uh, Motes, and I'm trying to think of the other. I'm missing one. Uh, Parkinson. Parkinson, Rhett Parkinson. Here's the 1-1. Curveball drops in for a strike. It's awesome to see the seniors graduating, you know, putting their work in. It's not easy being a student athlete, especially as much as we travel. And for these guys to do that is pretty awesome. Here's the one, two down low. Nobody working in the pen, so that means Jordan Whittle. He's got the eight. They'll run him out there in the eighth. He's proven he can go 110, 120. We've seen that this year. It'd be nice to be able to save as many arms as you can for the rest of the weekend. Two balls, two strikes. Way inside with a breaking pitch. Full count. Two Anderson. Brennan single in the first and fourth. Grounded out in the second. Flew out in the sixth. Pitch inside hitting. Another breaking pitch. It just got away from the pitcher. Michael Ward, two two out hit batter. And that will bring uh, Brian Sue up. Anderson did everything he could to get out of the way of that pitch, but just took one right off the hip. Brian Sue looking to get off the snide. He's 0 for 4 today. Was on by way of an error his last time. Scored. Ground ball. Two hopper to the shortstop. He'll throw Anderson out at second base, and the Coors are retired here in the inning. No runs, hits, errors. One man left. We are through seven complete now. 9-1 BYU over San Diego on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, we're back here. New, got a batter, uh, Trevor Rosenberg, is going to hit. There's a ground ball right at Anderson on the first pitch from Jordan Wood, and he'll throw him out. So Rosenberg hitting for Hopeby. 
goes down to lead off the eighth inning. And that will bring to the plate uh, Bewley. Definitely something, number nine. definitely something you don't want to do when you're trying to get a guy's pitch count to get him out of the game. Come in and swing at the first one when he's getting close to being taken out. You could possibly waste a few more and know for sure he's done after this inning. 99, or that's the 100th pitch right there by uh, Jordan Wood, and it's over for a strike. If he has a quick one here, Coach will throw him back out there in the ninth. Bewley tripled and scored the only... San Diego run that was back in the third inning. Jordan yeah. Wood, three hits, has given up one run. And as good as the offense has been, I mean, Jordan Wood might be the story of the game. Yeah. It's basically, besides the one error that we had, it's been our best complete game on all facets, yeah. pitching and hitting. This is Cougar baseball that we're, you know, expected and that we're used to seeing throughout the years. Hopefully this is the start of, you know, finishing strong. One, two pitch up just a little bit high. So two balls and two strikes. To the third baseman from San Diego. Pitch is just off the plate. See, I like that pitch right there. Close pitch. Now you go get him right here. Three and two the count. And here's the pitch. Just off the plate for ball four. A one-out walk will bring to the plate uh, Watsuka. Was that his second walk? Yes, that is uh, walk number two. He's got uh, six strikeouts, two walks. be tough to double up Osuka. He really can fly. I was watching film on him. It's like two choppers, to s two, two hoppers a second that he's beating out. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled up and out of play. Parkinson throwing. And I believe Sutteris, the other one, is the right-hander throwing. Uh, looks like, I think it's Blake, Blake it? Inouye. I think you're right. I think it is Inouye. Still pretty light here in the ballpark. On just a, a great evening for baseball, and the Cougars have backed it up with maybe, like you said, one of the best performances. Ball hit to second base, throw to – and the Cougars do they turn do. two. 4-6-3, Anderson to Schneeman. Back over to Sioux, and the Cougars retire San Diego here in the top of the eighth, 9-1 BYU leading on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back here in Provo, got a new uh, pitcher, Friedman, right-hander for the Toreros, Justin Friedman, 6'2", 190, Pittstown, New Jersey. Pitched at Ventura College. Uh, Cougars tried to get this kid to sign, came down between us and San Diego, and he went down south and a little bit to the west. The beautiful weather of San Diego. He just couldn't escape it. Friedman, one save on the year, one win, two losses, a five ERA. This will be his 17th appearance. He's thrown 27 innings. Opponents hitting 277 off uh, Friedman. And first batter up will be uh, Brock Hill, and the first pitch is outside ball one. 
We're in the bottom of the eighth. Cougars up 9-1 over San Diego. Game one of this three-game series. Hale fouls that pitch off. Been one home run in the game. That was by uh, Keaton Kringlin, a two-run shot. That came back in the third inning to give the Cougars a 3-1 lead. And they haven't looked back. They put six more on the board. Yeah, it's been really nice to see. Happy to see a lot of the guys do well today. Just kind of keep this and turn us into a little momentum, you know. Here's the pitch to Brock Hill. He swings and misses two and two. He's been perfect on the night. It's hard to do in baseball. Well, in a way, still throwing down there. That would make you believe that uh, Jordan Wood yeah. has thrown his last pitch. It also could be just having prepared that if a guy gets on base, then yeah, we'll go to him. 2-2 two, two pitch. Line one hopper out to the shortstop. He makes the play, throws the first for the out. So Brock Hale looks like we'll end up uh, three for four on the day. One man down, and Keaton Kringlin steps in. Kringlin has uh, one hit. That was the home run. The two-run shot. Has 12 RBIs on the year. As Kringlin steps in against uh, Justin Friedman. Pitches outside, ball one. Friedman, Pittstown, New Jersey. You don't see too many Easterners make their way out. A little looper right fielder coming in, Otsuka. He's there and will make the play for the out. Two men down for BYU in the eighth. And uh, Nate Favero. Who's got a hit and an RBI. He's also scored two. He scored uh, from first base twice on doubles. Yeah, he so definitely he's got, got his, his uh, running in today. He got his conditioning in for sure. Two men out. Favero coming to the plate. First pitch outside, ball one. Tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, Utes and Ter- or the Cougars and the Toreros. Game two of the series. Pitch to Favero. Check to swing, went around. You see that uh, Portland got Oregon again this year. 2-0 against them. Yeah, beat them 2-1 on Wednesday night. Good they lost them. to Oregon State on Tuesday night by a score of 9-2 at Portland. There's a ground easy, uh, weak ground ball. First baseman's got it. He'll step on the bag, and the Cougars... Retired in order here in the eighth. We'll go to the ninth, 9-1, BYU leading San Diego on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Blue Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Blake Inouye in for the Cougars. As we go to the ninth, Cougars up 9-1. Jordan Woods' night is done. Through eight innings. Great job. Gave up three hits, one run, two walks, six strikeouts. Jordan was was outstanding tonight for BYU. And Paul Kuntz, the number two hitter in the uh, San Diego lineup, will step in. 
Well, it's been all Cougars as they scored one in the first, took the early lead. Pitches all the way back to the screen for ball one. Blake Inouye this year, uh, one win, three losses. 5.56 earned run average. This is uh, his 14th appearance. He's also started four games for BYU. So on 34 innings. Opponents hitting 281 against Inouye, and that pitch is over for a strike. One and one the count. To Paul Kunst. Ball hit out towards Sneeman. Daniels got it. He throws the first for the out. Sneeman really active out there. Shorts off a lot of balls hit to him tonight. The kid just can flat play defense. It's unbelievable. I truly believe that if he can get it going offensively and he got a little stronger, he has a chance to be a big leaguer. That's how good he is defensively. He's got a 95-mile-an-hour arm across the diamond. Great hands. Well, Coach Littlewood, closer, closer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shane McGuire, no, a pinch hitter for McGuire. Connor Doyle. Yeah, Doyle, who came into left field. He is up there in the first pitch up high for a ball. Got another hitter in the uh, on deck circle. That's uh, Garrett Calvert. Ball fouled up and out of play. Cougars uh, off to a great start. They had lost four of their previous five, but have played maybe some of their best baseball in this uh, opening game against San Diego. Yeah, good start to what we hope is a, a great finish to the season. On one pitch, that ball was a base hit in the left field. And that will bring um, pinch hitter up there, Garrett Calvert. He is out of Orange, California. Played at two different uh, or Cypress College. He's a 6'5", 210-pound junior. He's listed as a first baseman right-handed pitcher. Big kid, my goodness. Calvert uh, has not seen any time on the hill this year. But he's hitting 263. He's had uh, 38 at-bats. Ball fouled up and out of play. Calvert, 38 at-bats, 10 hits. One extra base hit. That was a double. Has uh, three RBIs. Has struck out eight of his uh, 38 times coming to the plate. Pitches outside, one and one. Game two tomorrow, six o'clock here. Larry Miller Field. Cougs and Toreros. Pitch is just a little off the plate. And the count now, two balls and one strike. Ball hit into right field. Brock Hill going over. He's going to get there, make the catch for the out. And the Cougars one out away from a victory here. So we have another pinch hitter. 24, that's uh, Tyler Herberger. He's a 6'2", 220-pound uh, redshirt junior. 
And he transferred uh, in from San Diego State. So Herberger will step in. Batting from the left side with two men out. And the first pitch, a swing and a miss for strike one. Herberger on the year has had 50 at-bats, hitting 220. Has 11 hits. Does have a home run and eight RBIs. Pitch to Herberger's outside. So he made a trip across town from San Diego State to San Diego. And he grew up in San Diego, so he's uh, stayed close to home and played in the two Division I programs. Pitches over for a strike. One and two. Cooper's one pitch away possibly from ending it. And that is a fastball just a little bit inside. Herberger, the uh, left-hander, steps back in. And the pitch is fouled off. In action tomorrow on the West Coast Conference, uh, Santa Clara at San Francisco, LMU at Gonzaga Pacific at Portland. St. Mary's taking on Utah Valley down in California. Swing and a miss, and that'll do it. Cougars win this one. By a score of 9-1, to one, Jordan Wood gets the win. Third win of the year for Wood. We're going to send it back to the studio for a timeout. Be back with a player and head coach Mike Littlewood right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him. Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Larry Miller Field, uh, joined by Keaton Kringlin. Keaton, I was starting to wonder if I was ever going to see you up here this year. Uh, good job. Thank you. It's, it's good <laughs> to be up here at the end hey, of the season. Hey, great job, uh, Keaton. Uh, boy, that long home run. Did you know the minute you hit it that was out? That, that, that got out of here quick. So uh, so I hit it, and I was running. I was like, just please get out of here. Please get out of here. Needed that first one. That was great. Uh, boy, it just seems like guys are starting to be a little more consistent, seeing the ball a little bit better. And, and, and hitting is contagious. There's no doubt about it. You see your teammates doing it, and everybody's going to start doing it. So a great start to this series. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it starts with Jordan Wood, man. He was incredible tonight for us, went, went eight innings, and, and that's what you ask for your starting pitcher. And, and just hats off to him and our, our defense and our team, man. We, we hit the ball. We hit the, with the, hit the laces off the ball tonight. You know, I think it might have been the most complete game you've played the whole year, defense, pitching, and, and swinging the bat. Absolutely. I mean, um, we, we just told ourselves at the beginning of the game, you know, this is a, a team deal, man. We just got to stick together. We're still in this thing, and, and let's go get it tonight, and that's what we did. Talk to us a little about this year. It's been a little bit frustrating. Uh, I'm not talking about you necessarily, but for the whole, for the entire team, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Pitching's been pretty good, but you're still right there in the thick of the race. So it's got to take care of business, and you're going to be right there. Exactly, man. That's baseball, and, and it'll get you down, and, and um, the season, it's a long season, and you, you just never can give up and, and give it your all and just have no regrets going out there and, and putting it all on the line for your team, and, and that's what we did tonight, and, and that's what we'll do going forward. I know uh, early in the year battled uh, 
battle a little hamstring issue. Uh, do you feel like that's completely uh, good now? Yeah, I'm feeling confident with it, and um, I'm running fast and, and feeling good. Well, you've always been fast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk uh, a little about uh, a couple of your teammates tonight. Brock Hill had three hits, uh, Clawson with three hits, Sneeman with a couple of hits, uh, Kyle Dean with that big double that drove in two. Yeah. It just seems like when they made a mistake, you made them pay. And uh, it's nice to be on top of a 9-1 win. We've played so many close games this year. It's it's been pretty kind of an incredible year. Exactly. Um, and you talk you talk about those guys, Schneeman, Brock, Kloss, and Kyle. I mean, we have confidence in those guys, um, every game. You know, and it's 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 one guy's going to step up and and get the next guy going. And and um, hats off to Brock Hill, man. He three hits tonight. David Clawson three hits tonight, and Schneeman got it going tonight, and which was huge for us, and which will be huge for tomorrow, giving us confidence uh, for the next one. Now talk to us a little about moving forward now. you got San Diego. You know you're going to face a couple of really good live arms uh, going into this weekend. And uh, uh, how do you sustain this kind of momentum? Uh, is there anything you can do, or is it just kind of uh, you hope that momentum continues into tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be a dogfight from here on out, and we just got to realize that and, and put together good at-bats and, and pitch it well. And, and just knowing that it's going to be tough, it's going to be hard, but we can do it, man. And um, that's the belief system that we have. And, and that's what we need to come out with every day, just confidence and belief that we can get the job done. Well, Keaton Kringlin, a three-year starter for the Cougars, a great young man, and uh, great to have you up here with us. Uh, we'll plan on uh, doing this a couple more times before the year's out, all right? Appreciate it. Good to see you. You betcha, Keaton. Good job, buddy. Our player of the game, and uh, the Cougars win here 9-1. to one. Uh, We're going to send it back. No, we are going to keep it right here. Coach Mike Littlewood just made his way into the press box. And, uh, Coach, uh, boy, great job, great start to uh, – to this three-game series and and uh, what may be your most complete game, uh, pitching, defense, and, and swinging the bat this year. Really was. It felt like Cougar baseball tonight. Yeah. You know, for, for it's been a while since I kind of felt like we just kind of took control of a game and maintained control, um, never really in doubt, and it, it felt much better than it did on Tuesday night against Utah. Boy, and Jordan Wood, how about uh, Mr. Wood tonight? Eight innings, gave up three hits, one run. Six strikeouts. Boy, he had that change going tonight. Kind of reminded me of the Gonzaga game last year in that doubleheader in the yeah. conference. Had that good change yeah. going. He gets that going, and he's he's going to take it to the next level. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, he's pretty much sitting 92. Um, really good. I think what makes Jordan so good is when that change-up's good, it's just an equalizer. And you saw him swing through probably a, a dozen change-ups that they, you know, you could hear it from the dugout, you know, the yeah. big, big swings. Yet they're just either under it or, or out in front of it just a little bit. That's kind of the equalizer. And then we can drop the, the curveball in for a strike and then bounce it. He just really – the only thing I would say that he could have done a little bit better today was, was get his fastball down in the zone. But, I mean, you know, it was pretty much perfect. And I wanted to run him out there in the ninth, but then I just – I talked myself out of it. Would have run him up to 125 pitches. And, I, you know, it's with the 9-1. If it was 4-1, I would have run him out there again. But I felt like that was the right thing to do to get him out. The other good thing offensively, it just seemed you relentless pressure every inning. Scored in every inning, but a, but a couple there in the first six. And and uh, I know that's the way you like to coach baseball and, and put pressure on the other team. And they committed three errors, and you made them pay for those. Yeah, we did. We did a, we did a nice job of, of uh, just making them pay. And, uh, you know, if you, you saw the game, I mean, we just put – we did a little bit more than we usually do. Um, got mo- runners moving a little bit more, and um, you know I think that's just the way that our offense has to go. I, I like uh, I like Brock in the three hole because we can hit and run a little bit with Keaton. Uh, Brock Brock's a sneaky runner; he can really run, um, but people don't see him run a whole lot. But uh, I just like the lineup tonight and tomorrow with the right hander. We'll go with McIntyre in, in center field, and uh, he he came in and just smoked the ball to left field too. 
Nice to see uh, uh, your guys, Kringlin, who we just had on. Uh, again, Brock Hill, a great day. Uh, Clausen with three base hits. Uh, Schneeman with a couple hits. It's nice to see him kind of bouncing around yeah. up there. I mean, the thing, the amazing thing about Daniel is is the defensive player of the year, and he's and he's probably earned it again the way he's playing out there defensively. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't let that bother him. Yeah, that's one thing that we always talk about with Schnee is you're doing a great job of not taking your at-bats out to the – because yep. it's frustrating and – you know, we know his batting average is a little bit low, but the, the thing is when he, like tonight, he hit a, he just smoked a ball to center field and the center fielder didn't have to move. And so not as he, not only is he, is he not getting hits when he's not hitting it hard, but when he's hitting it hard, sometimes it's, it's going right at him. So that's frustrating. And we talked early in the team meeting before the game is just, Schnee, you, you know, you're usually you and B do your slap thing, whatever you do, and then you jog back and you have a lot of energy. And, you know, now it's, it, lately it's been a little bit, eh, it's kind of going through the motions yeah. and walking back. And tonight you saw he had really, really good energy, and I think people feed off that. Well, you won uh, game one here. Again, you keep talking about must-win situations. I don't want to bring it up, but it kind of feels that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you're going to face a couple of live arms here these next two nights. Well, they've got two lefties that are 92, 93, yeah. and they've got uh, Richin tomorrow night's uh, low 90s right-hander. Um, it, and it kind of seemed like tonight that they wanted – they were just kind of like, I don't want to say giving us like, – the game but they didn't really you know they just didn't that's our closer that started the game and I thought I think they thought just from what Portland did to us and lefties have done to us because I know they did their homework that maybe a soft lefty could could get us out but I loved our offensive approach we made box adjustments and and we worked on that before the game getting up in the box seeing the ball up in the zone and we did a really really nice job laying off that curveball that that hit the plate and so we're going to see different type of pitchers the next two days, power arms, and we're going to have to make adjustments as well. Unlike Tuesday, only three strikeouts tonight. Loved it. Yeah, loved it. And, again, you know, we, didn't, we weren't seeing power arms tonight, but we, we could have easily struck out 13 times against a guy like this if our approach wasn't good. And so tonight the guy's stuck with the process, and, and hopefully I love the energy tonight, and hopefully it just carries on to tomorrow. All right, Coach, well, uh, great job, great start to the series. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow evening. All right, let's do it, Brad. Thanks. Coach uh, Mike Littlewood, Cougars win by a score of 9-1 to one over San Diego, the start of a three-game set here in Provo. I'd like to thank uh, Tuckett Slate for his great work. Also, Tanner Wilkinson back at the uh, broadcast studio for his great work on the board. And uh, just to remind fans, we'll be back on the air here at Larry Miller Field tomorrow night, 555 uh, pregame show on your uh, new skin BYU Sports Network.